Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your mentor, Courtney Dawson. I'm a professional medium, mentor, minister, and certified spiritual life coach. My goal with this podcast is to have deep, meaningful conversations regarding the journey of mediumship and spirituality. It is my hope that by listening, you will feel seen and confident in your own experiences. I invite you to join me on this journey. Hello, lovelies. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I am really, really, really excited just to share about my latest trip to England. So for those of you who have been following me on social media and who subscribe to my newsletter, you'll have known that I went to the UK at the end of August for three weeks. And I took four weeks off of work, one of which was for me to just get readjusted to the time zone difference because it's eight eight hours difference between where I live here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and in the UK. So I left for England on August 28th, and I had some health issues prior to me leaving. And there were some test results that were pending, and I didn't get them until I actually arrived in England. It was actually a day after I arrived in England. So when I left on the 28th, I flew to the UK and my husband's cousin, so my cousin-in-law, who is an absolute sweetheart, picked me up from the airport and I spent five days with her. Sadly, the next day after I arrived in the UK, test results came back. I was still feeling unwell and I had a bacterial intestinal infection, which was actually caused from some antibiotics that I had been uh, prescribed to treat another issue before I left. So that was quite a journey trying to get a doctor in the UK, get medicine and get better all while I am there to get adjusted to the time zone. So when I get to the college for my one week long residential course, I'm well rested and I'm good. So the beginning of my trip didn't start off so great. I will say that, but my cousin was absolutely amazing. We went to several different castles. I love castles. I love history. I love architecture. I love the energy that is infused, is embedded within the rocks and the stones and the earth. And Anytime an event has taken place, particularly in England, where there has been so much war and fighting, it leaves an energy signature or an imprint within the environment. And when I go to these castles, I've been to seven now in the UK, I always love to take a moment and just really pause within this space. And then I like to do a little bit of psychometry and I'll rub the palms of my hands and place them on the stones and then see what I can pick up. And what's interesting is I've done this before when I went to the UK and there was some history that I didn't know about in the Tower of London. And when I got back home, I did some investigation and my findings actually supported what I picked up psychically. So that was kind of cool. But anyways, I went to Pevensey Castle. I went to Leeds Castle and to Hastings Castle. And my cousin's just a sweetheart. She drove me from Hastings all the way to Stansted where the college is. And it's like a three hour drive. And if you've ever drove through the UK, they have a lot of traffic there. The UK isn't very big, but they have like 68 million people people. And I'm here in Canada and we just pushed the 40 million mark for people. So 
and we're way bigger than the UK. So we, we got there and I was, you know, take my antibiotics and that was fine. So I was definitely feeling better, a bit fatigued, but really excited to go to the college. So when I got to the college, there were so many familiar faces for people that I've met in person before when I was there, people who I have met here locally within Canada. And of course, so many people that I've connected with on social media. And it's really cool because it reminds me of like when you go to a high school reunion and there's just this beautiful sense of community. And what I will tell you, when you go to the Arthur Finley College, the, the presence of the spirit is so evident there. The, the atmosphere is so peaceful, but it's energized in the same in the same sense, in that you can feel the energy. It, it's quite palpable, but very calming. And what I loved about it is that there were some people who I hadn't even met in person, but they knew me from social media. So we got introduced in person, which was so lovely. And the energy that was built there from all of the tutors on the opening night, there's always an opening ceremony. And that opening ceremony, really, it has a, it's an introduction to all of the tutors that are going to be working with us and in our assigned groups, and then also really setting an intention for ourselves in why we're there and what we're hoping to to achieve and to experience there in that week with the spirit. And then also giving an offering to the spirit world. We're here. This is what we offer to you. And it was absolutely beautiful. Loved it. So in my classes, I was with Eileen Davies, and Eileen Davies was the head tutor for this course. And there was amazing other tutors, but I was lucky to get into her group. Now I have done private one-on-one mentorship with her. And so it was nice to actually meet her in person and do training with her and in the group setting. It was amazing. For those of you who don't know who Eileen Davies is, she has been working with the world of spirit for over 40 years, and she's really made a lifelong vocation of studying spirituality. Not only is she an amazing medium and honestly, the top trance medium in the world today, she is an incredible tutor, mentor, and person. And what's so beautiful is that she really embodies the, the essence of love when she teaches and works with the spirit. And I think that's why she has been so successful in her work as a professional medium and tutor. And how she taught us everything always came down to being heart-centered and really focusing our intentions on being there for the spirit world and surrendering to them. And so some of the experiences that we had, or I had there at the college, we were just absolutely amazing. And I'd love to share them with you. So one evening, Eileen was doing a trance demonstration. Somehow, a couple people and myself, we didn't get the memo or we didn't hear the memo that we were supposed to arrive early for the 7.30 p.m. trance demonstration. And the trance demonstration was being done in the Gordon Higginson Library. For those of you who don't know who Gordon Higginson was, he was the president of the Spiritualist National Union, and he was an incredible physical medium and trans medium and demonstrator. He had all the gifts of the spirit, an incredible man. And at the college, they have the library and they dedicated it in his honor. And 
the trance demonstration was being held there. So when I got to the doors before 7.30, they were already shut. They wouldn't let us in. So outside of the library, there are two massive, tall wooden doors. And these wooden doors are thick. They're probably like two and a half inches thick, solid wood. But we could hear. So I kind of tucked in the corner and was listening from or actually not from, but through the doors, listening to Eileen as she went into the trance states and her three spirit guides spoke through her. And what's interesting is Eileen has a very strong British accent. She's English, but she's lived in Aberdeen, Scotland for many, many years. And her one guide, Lola, spoke through her and she was the last guide that I believe worked with Eileen that evening. And it was, you could not tell that it was Eileen. The voice was completely different. She sounded like a woman from the South in the United States and very strict Southern accent. And what was so cool is even though I couldn't see Eileen in the trance states, me and two other people were listening at the doors, you could feel the power and the presence of the spirit as the words were being spoken. That's when you know there's real trance mediumship taking place because the energy, it fills the space. It goes through the walls. It goes through the doors. It literally saturates the environment and it's so powerful. And her guide just spoke so, so intricately, so effortlessly, so smoothly. And what was really interesting is that how she spoke was completely different than how Eileen speaks, different tone, different lingo, expressions, mannerisms, totally opposite of Eileen. So you know, without a shadow of a doubt, there was an, a spirit communicator, another individual communicating. It was so evident and it was so powerful. And what I love about the trance states, when you get to experience it, whether you see somebody in person, or if you're listening through the doors, like me and my friends were, is that the energy is so powerful. It touches your spirit and it moves you. It changes the way that you look at life and life after life. And the type of trance that Eileen was doing was trance communication. And it was beautiful because the beautiful communicator, Lola, was sharing incredible philosophy and ideas for us to consider about life, about the afterlife, about our human experience. And it was so inspiring. And to be honest, yes, it would have been really nice to sit there in person and see Eileen. But what I heard was incredible. And I'm so satisfied and honestly, so privileged for the opportunity to be even able to hear what I did. It was incredible. And another experience I want to share with you is we were in the Gordon Higginson Library, that was actually our classroom as well that we spent the week working out of. And one of our exercises was that Eileen and two students would stay in the classroom. The classroom would have like four or five rows of chairs lined up and everybody else had to go outside. The doors were shut. And inside what was happening is the two mediums would go to the spirit world and they would say, 
bring through a communicator for whatever person is going to sit in this particular chair. And so they picked whatever chair within the four rows. Once they had got the communication, so they linked with a spirit communicator, they got the communication. In other words, there was a message for the person who was going to sit in the chair. We were all called back in. So we were outside for maybe 10 or 15 minutes, and then we got to come back in. So then we sat down and we we heard these messages that were given and it was spot on. So the medium had no idea what person was going to sit in a specific chair. They just knew that they had a message from a communicator for someone who was going to sit there. I've never seen this before. And all of the messages could be understood. Interesting. Once we did the first round, we were told to go back out again. Just before we went back into the classroom, the spirit world told me to go sit in the second row, third chair over. And there was somebody sitting behind me. And I said, you know what? So weird. I was just conversating. It's so weird. The spirit world's telling me I have to sit in this one chair. And so I did. And what's interesting is I was kind of, I don't know why I was hemming and hawing about it, but I heard what they said. There was a lady in front of me who was going to sit in the chair She just about, she just almost sat down in the chair that I was going to sit in. Then she stood up and moved a chair over. So I got to sit in the chair that the spirit world told me to. A message was given to a recipient in the class. The second message was for me. And I said, holy smokes, because I heard the spirit world clear as day. And they did come through with a message. And the medium brought through evidence about my grandmother, my mom's mom, brought through specific and accurate information regarding the dynamics between my mom and my grandma, me and my grandma, et cetera. And what's interesting is this is, and again, I'm always really candid and open on my show, is there's a lot of unresolved issues with my grandmother in the world of spirit. And I haven't always had friendly interactions with her on the earth side and also on from the other side, she's caused me a bit of grief. And she did try to come through and give a message to me. And it was interesting because she, you know, didn't really say I'm sorry, but she kind of in a roundabout way said, you know, I know the situation. I, you know, I played a part in it, but didn't apologize. It was interesting. And I kind of felt myself closing off from her because I didn't want to hear from her. And I sat there. I did listen to the message. It resonated. It made sense. It was more evidence than just, can I say the reason why she came? But I thought, that's interesting. There's no apology, not a whole lot of message, but definitely evidence. So I knew it was her. And I kind of had my back up a little bit, not to the medium, but to my grandma on the other side, because again, unresolved issues. So what's interesting is the same medium somehow I ended up working with him three times and I didn't know I was going to be working with him those three times because when we were working in the class, we were actually blindfolded. We had no idea who we were reading for. The objective was just to link with the spirit world, bring through a communicator. And then when we're done the message, take the blindfold off three times, guys, three times. I got a message from him three times. He brought the same grandmother through. I was like, holy smoke. She is being so persistent. So 
I did message my mom and let her know, hey, your mom's been like coming through and trying to communicate with me. She, it's interesting because in the messages, there was no like remorse or guilt or apology or anything. It was evidence just to say, I'm here. And so why am I bringing this up? Because it proves that there's an intelligence from the world of spirit. When they want to come through and make their presence known, they will. Whether we like it or not, whether we have resolved issues or like me and my family, unresolved issues, right? And, you know, I just, as a spiritualist, one of our seven principles is, is that there's eternal progress open to every soul. And so I have considered that perhaps her soul is evolving and progressing on the other side. And she's just seeing if I'm even open to the communication. Now, am I 100% open to the communication? Not at this point, but it's a work in progress. We're, we're working, we're working on it, right? So I just thought that was absolutely incredible. Not once, not twice, but like three times she came through. Holy smokes. Then I had a reading with the same medium who brought through my mom's mom. He also brought through my grandpa who I love, 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 love. He was my favorite person. And then my dad's dad, who I never actually met. But what's interesting is I've actually had interactions with my grandpa and I've gotten to know a lot from him from the other side. And then some of the information that I received from the medium was actually validated. So it was really, really cool that, you know, the spirit world, whether we know who they are or not, whether we met them in life, whether we have, you know, issues with them or not, they're still very much alive. They are intelligent. And if they want, they can make their presence known one way or the other. And it's all about bringing through proof of survival meaning that there's evidence to support, yep, the soul continues beyond bodily death, right? And so that was just, again, more validation. And what was really, really neat is, I don't know if I've shared this with you guys or in my newsletter. I think I've done it in my newsletter, but I am First Nations. And about maybe over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, a lot of ancestors from my native heritage have been stepping forward and in my personal life. And they've been working with me on some inner healing and some of my spiritual work, which has been amazing. And I've even shared it with my mom, my mom, who is a born again Christian and has been quite a skeptic until recently. And then they they really made their presence known with another medium in the class. And in the class, the medium was blindfolded. I never met her before. She doesn't know me from Adam or Eve. She doesn't know nothing about me. And she brought the guide through. And what was so cool is I could actually feel the energy of the guide coming through. And the message was so healing and so supportive. And that is the beauty of receiving messages from the world to spirit is that we're getting validation. We're getting support. We're getting the guidance. And And whether you are a professional medium like myself or not, and maybe you're somebody who's just curious about mediumship, maybe curious about dabbling in exploring, developing these mediumistic powers of awareness, the spirit world is always present, whether we're tuned in or not. And they're always there to inspire, to support and to help us in our physical life, whatever that may look like. That may be a word of comfort. That may be some suggestions. That might be some instructions to consider. They're always there. And I just felt so loved 
and so supported. Another story that I want to share with you, which is really, really interesting, is every night I'd go back to my room. I got a private room there, which was nice. And I'd always check in with my mom because my mom and I are really close. And I talk to my mom every single day. And so I called her and we FaceTime and I shared with her an experience that I had in the class. So this is another story I want to tell you. So when I was in class, I told my mom about what happened earlier in the day that I met this incredible medium who gave me a message, told me specific information that he would have absolutely zero way of knowing like just none. He brought through my sister's friend who had passed. He brought through my sister's name. He brought through information about my sister. He brought through accurate and specific information about my sister's friend that like I didn't even know until I got it validated afterwards. And so I'm telling my mom, I'm like, mom, you won't believe this, this medium, he brought through, you know, my sister and her name and for her privacy reasons, I'm not going to share her name, but I said, oh my God, you won't believe what happened. And I, I told my mom, my mom was so excited, which is really cool to see her, her openness now to, to the work that I do. And she's like, you have to tell her you have to tell her. I said, but mom, she's always said she's kind of freaked out about this. And so you know, I don't want to impose on it. You know what I mean? And she says, but Courtney, you won't believe this. Your sister told me two days ago that she wishes you could give her something, information, something that could prove her friend was still alive. I'm like, stop it. Are you kidding me? She goes, yeah. She's like, you have to tell her Courtney. And interesting the medium brought through information about her friend. And at the same day, within hours of difference, my sister's saying she wants to hear from her. So incredible. So I finally said, okay, fine. Like I'm in bed. I got my jammies on back home. My sister's at work. My mom's, you know, it's early in the day. And so we messaged my sister and we do a three-way call. And so I showed my sister all of the notes that I wrote down from the communication I got from the medium and my sister could validate all of it. So then we're talking, whatever. And the next thing you know, I hear this person laughing in my ear. And I said to my sister, I I knew automatically this was like not a guide or a loved one of mine. And it's this younger female and she's got like a cackle laugh. And I said to my sister, does your friend, and I said her name, have a laugh that's like a cackle? She goes, absolutely. Next thing you know, I end up giving my sister a reading. I had no intention of doing it. I gave my sister a 20 minute reading and specific information came through. Like I had no way of knowing. She's like, her friend says, do you remember when I drove around town for weeks on a flat tire? My sister's like, I know. And we gave her trouble. And that was the car with the dolphin sticker on it. And then her friend says, you never gave me my pants back. My sister's like, are you kidding me? I said, no, that's what she said. She goes, I'm wearing those pair of pants right now. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. She goes, no. And tell her, by the way, she did give those pants to me. And we're just laughing. And then she brought through like lots of specific information that I would have no way of knowing. Like, I don't know the woman. I don't know anything about her. And 
I mean, she doesn't even live in the same town as me. She lives like farther, like hours and hours away from me, close to where my sister lives. And my sister just cried. I said, are you okay? She goes, this is exactly what I needed, Courtney. I said, are you scared? She's like, not at all. She's like, I feel so good. And I was so, so honored to be able to bring through that communication. I wasn't even looking to give a message. I mean, I was in bed in my pajamas, but I was sharing with my sister this communication that her friend worked so hard to get through. And what happened was, and what happened was, is that my sister, her whole mood changed. She's like, I needed this. And I said, mom told me that you were asking for me to bring something through that you would know without a shadow of a doubt. It was your friend communicating. And she said, yeah, she's like, I really need it. And then her friend's like, you're always talking to me when you're in the bathroom. And my sister goes, well, yeah, I spend a lot of time in there. And they were just laughing. And, you know, it was just this beautiful experience where the two worlds, our world, the unseen world gathered together and really were having a communication. And her friend, I could hear her Claire audiently so strong that it was it was actually quite easy to bring through the information because I didn't have to try to figure out what she was saying, just passed it along. And my sister looks at mediumship differently now. And it's opened up how her and I can communicate with one another. Because like, for those of you that don't know, or don't know much about me, I grew up in a Christian home. We went to a Christian private school. My parents were actively involved in the church. I went to church for years growing up and mediumship's like a no-no. There's so much stigma behind it and, you know, all of this sort of stuff. And really my sister got the experience that so many people get when we have a reading or get a message from the spirit world is that our love with those that we care about, it never dies. It's eternal. And that our loved ones, they come close to let us know that they're still there. They're still loving, guiding, and supporting us. And that is the beauty. That is the power that can happen when we are open as mediums. When we're open, we have no hidden agenda. We're not trying to bring through incredible evidence. We're not trying. We're not doing. We're just surrendering and letting the spirit tell their story. And Honestly, it was just incredible. And really, I'm just so grateful that the spirit world chose this gentleman to bring through specific information that opened up the door for another communication to come through for the spirit communicator and to bring so much healing to my sister. And it what's interesting is when I went to bed, I woke up in the morning. And when I woke up in the morning, it was late at night the previous day at home. Again, it was like seven in the morning. So it was like 11 o'clock at night. My mom and my sister call me and it was, you know, late at night, but my sister just couldn't get over how much it impacted her and how, how, how this could even take place. Right. And she's just dumbfounded. And I just said, you know, Natalie, there's, I told you, there's nothing weird about it. It's, spirit communication is natural. People have been doing it since the beginning of time. I'm not special. I'm just open to the spirit world, you know, like so many mediums are. And when the energy is right, it takes place. And so it's absolutely beautiful. 
every morning when we would start our day off, we'd go have breakfast at the college and then we would go to the sanctuary and there would be a meditation, a sitting in the power exercise, and then there would be a lecture or a workshop. And it was so neat to be able to listen to the profound words that came through each of the, the tutors. There were five tutors and what I love and what I find so fascinating is that the spirit world can use our different personalities, our, our lived experiences. You know, we come from all different walks of life and can utilize everything about our physical experience to enhance our mediumship and particularly in our teaching. And it's so incredible because I was just in awe of all of the, the little nuggets that were shared with us there. And the last night they did a closing ceremony, a wrap up, and it was beautiful. And there was just a few people in the sanctuary before everybody came in and the lights were not on. There was one light on, but not very close to me, but like the head, the big overhead lights, they weren't on yet. And I had my camera on and I just took a short little video of inside the sanctuary there at the college. I take in pictures, but I thought I like to take a video. And I did. And I actually caught an orb on tape and it was very, very quick, but I played it back and I could see it. And I showed the other, other students there. And we were just like, wow, so incredible. When I was there, there was this beautiful experience that I had with the world of spirit working in the trance states. And for those of you that don't know about the trance states, trance is just a beautiful way that we can really work so closely with the spirit world and allow them to really influence our mind, whether that be for communication, guidance, philosophy, healing. There's so many different facets of the trance states that can be used in service to help humanity, to help raise the consciousness. And so what we were doing is trance speaking. So we were guided through an exercise of how to relax the mind, move into the stillness, and then blend with the spirit to move into the trance. And the communicator, my guide, moved in very, very close. And it was almost like I could hear my voice speaking, but I was in like another room. It was kind of distant. And when we were called back from the exercise, my partner gave me the feedback and she said it was exactly what she needed. And the, the spirit shared specific information about her life, certain situations that were like actively going on right now that I had no way of knowing because I, I never even met the person before. And it just, again, proved the intelligence of the spirit world. And to me, I would say the biggest takeaway that I got from doing the trance exercises and also working with Eileen doing these private readings where we're, we're blindfolded. Even we were doing demonstrations of mediumship in front of a group of people. She would have us blindfolded, which I've not worked that way before, but it was really cool because we had no visual distractions. And for those of you that are students of mine, you know, distraction can create tension. So all of the tension was removed. All of the distraction was removed. And we were just really focused on linking with the spirit, surrendering, allowing ourselves to blend and let the spirit lead. And I will say surrender and, and 
surrendering control, surrendering to the power of the spirit has been an ongoing lesson of mine in my work with the spirit world. And I was able to really surrender and it has enhanced my mediumship so much, like bringing through incredible pieces of information, information that defies logic, information that is not in any way in my consciousness. And then being able to see the fruits of that, it was, it was so powerful. And why I love going to the Arthur Finley college is that there's this residual energy that is within the, the estate, the property, the rooms. But when all of these people come together to serve the world of spirit, to learn about their mediumistic powers of awareness and to develop in a community of like-minded people magical things happened. And I just had countless experiences again, that just really solidified why I do this work anchored me into why I do this work. And there's so much value in pursuing our development to continue taking classes and workshops and doing training and going to circles. Because even though I've been doing this work almost 10 years, professionally working, developing training, I know that there's no end point like where we've arrived, where we know it all. As a society, we're continually learning and growing and evolving. And so the spirit world, I feel like they can adapt. They're quite adaptable and figure out different ways to work with us based on our current circumstances, whether it be emotional, environmental, et cetera. And they're just so amazing. One thing I'm going to share with you is... Eileen Davies, again, mentor. I love her. She is also an author and she wrote an incredible book called Mediumship Touching the Stars. And in it, it is just full of so much beautiful words and inspiration. And I just want to read this one paragraph to you. And I'm actually reading it from the book. So I'm not paraphrasing. True mediumship is a natural process and implies a deepening of receptivity, creating expansion and awareness, a momentary leaving behind of all worldly perception. The ability, I believe, is inherent in all people, as essentially we are all spiritual beings. It's just with some people, the ability is a little nearer to the surface than with others. A medium, it can be said, forms a bridge of consciousness for those who have not yet developed their sensitivity enough to communicate for themselves. And I 100% agree with Eileen that everybody has the potential to develop mediumship. And just like everybody can learn to play a musical instrument, everybody can learn to develop mediumship. I don't believe that even though we're mediums, we're special. We have a extra sensory perception that allows us to tune into those higher vibrations, those finer frequencies where the spirit world are at. And what's interesting is I had a conversation with a a lady at the college, a fellow student, and she had said she didn't believe everybody can learn mediumship. She didn't believe everybody could be a medium. And I said, well, I do believe that people are born mediums. But then I do believe people can have experiences that can be a catalyst for their mediumistic powers of awareness to unfold. 
And, and I, and I held my ground on that because I've seen it countless times. I mean, I've done thousands of readings. I've taught hundreds of students and everybody comes from like all different walks of life. And, you know, like, just cause I'm a medium, does that mean I'm special? I I've ha- always had this ability, but I needed to develop it. I needed to understand it. I needed to understand how I worked and understood the spirit world and how they understood and worked with me. And so I just found it absolutely uh, incredible that she thought that, but you know, each to their own. But what I will say, if you're listening, if you have a desire to learn about the spirit world, they are always going to show up and they're always going to support you. And I had sent a thought out to the world of spirit that I would love, even though I love going to England, I would love to find a place closer to home. So I didn't have to travel so far and be gone for so long. And I've actually found a place. So I'm seeing, I'm on a wait list. And I'm waiting to see if I'm able to get into a close that a course that is closer to home. So I'm so excited about that. My experience at the Arthur Family College, again, was absolutely magical, inspiring, and transforming because I really have gotten it now. Like it's landed the lesson of really surrendering to the spirit. I don't have to try to be good. I don't have to try to bring through particular pieces of information. A reading doesn't have to flow in a certain way. You know, what Eileen told us is in the trance states, the spirit world has said that those who come from the other side in a reading, they've already prepared and decided what they want to say well ahead of time before their appointment, before the reading with the recipient. So when you think about that, that takes so much pressure off of us as mediums because we don't have to figure out what needs to be said or how it's going to be said. We just need to be passive and relaxed and share the information as it comes. That's it. And I will tell you, since I have been doing that, I am far less tired and drained after I've done my readings because I was honestly putting in way too much effort. And now the quality of the mediumship is improving more and it can do the same for you. So why do I share my experiences? To inspire you, to encourage you, because I still walk the walk. I still have experiences that you have. And we're going to find that as we journey down this path of unfoldment, of awareness, there are going to be things that we need to look at and to consider. And during my time in the UK, I really looked at why I needed or felt the need to to control things. And it just brought up some inner healing. And it had nothing to do with the spirit world. It was it was a Courtney issue. And I healed that. And it was such a weight that was lifted off my shoulders. Incredible. And, you know, leaving the college, I went to London, met my husband at the airport. He came in for a week trip. We had some time in London. Then we went to Scotland. Sadly, uh, the day I arrived in Edinburgh, my throat started to get sore, started coughing a couple days later, tested positive for COVID, which is why I still sound a bit nasally and stuffy. It's been two weeks out now. I'm no longer positive, but still has some lasting effects of the the COVID that are healing, but it is healing. So that is wonderful. And for those of you that have taken the time to send messages and send healing, I love you. 
thank you so much because it really is helping. And I just hope that my story of my time at the Arthur Finley College has inspired you, has encouraged you to pursue your own development. And, you know, this is why I attend different types of courses because I learn so much and I can offer this higher education to my students because I do believe mediumship is for everybody. And I do believe that the world needs more mediums. You know, I can do all this work on my own and neither can any medium. It takes a community. And that's what I love about what we've built here at the Connected Spirit School through the Connected Spirit podcast and the online community. I am sending you so much love and support and encouragement. If you have any questions about your development, reach out to me. Get a hold of me on social media. Get a hold of me through my website. I'd love to hear from you and and support you in whatever way I can. Wishing you so much love and hope you have an amazing day. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Connected Spirit. If you did, please leave me a review and a rating wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you do feel called to share this with your friends, thank you so much for tagging me on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. It really helps to get the word out about this podcast so we can help more people just like you. If you're interested in a private reading or attending any one of my mentoring classes, workshops, or events, you can go to MediumCourtneyDawson.com or check me out on Instagram at Medium Courtney Dawson. Have a great day, guys. 